Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note. I am Paul. And I am Ken. Hello, Ken. We're Greetings. Back. We are. Well, you've had the pox, uh, so <laughs> you've had the uh, the physic round to exercise you of your demons. That's right. Are you I've feeling been, better now? Uh, yes, I've been leached of uh, all evil spirits. Of all vid-related yeah. demons. <laughs> yes. What have you got for us this time? April Ashley. <laughs> Educate me. Okay, so, so this uh, is somebody who... Again, I like to throw these at people in who've died, <laughs> so, and we, we, you've never heard of until until they die. April Ashley died towards the end of last year. I think it was in December 2021. She was in her 80s, and she was a transgender lady. She is famous, or she, or she was famous in the, I think in the 60s, because she was a quite a successful fashion model in the in sort of late fifties, early sixties, she was you know on the the cover of Vogue and mm. all kinds of uh, all things like that. Until she was outed as transgender by one of um, uh, someone who was supposed to be a friend, sold the story to the press, and outed her as a transgender woman. And after that, obviously, nobody wanted to work with her. So nobody could tell before. All these photo shoots, and they're, they're quite good lenses. Nobody could mm. tell that she had an Adam with Apple, etc. Well, apparently not. She, she was apparently one of the first people to undergo what we now call gender confirmation surgery. So she, for the first person to have a sex change. Just pause that there. Gender confirmation, not reassignment. Yes. Oh, is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, well, I think it's because... Obviously, uh, I mean, when I was reading Wikipedia as part of my extensive research into this, and it says she was born a man. And obviously that's not the way that we currently talk about transgender. Mm. She wasn't born a man. When she was born, her parents were told that she was a boy, presumably because they looked in between between her legs and saw, mm. saw something. And I, I don't think they sort of checked her chromosome levels or anything like that. So yeah, when the surgery that she had to correct what was there and didn't need to be there because she always knew that she was female, hmm. hence gender confirmation. I, th- I don't think it's offensive to call it reassignment surgery. I don't know. <laughs> I tread on eggshells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, apparently um, she, she saved up some money, had the operation and then came back and I, I believe she lived in London and worked as quite a successful model. Also, um, she was married to a man um, and their marriage was annulled because in the eyes of the law, she was a man and in the eyes of the law, two men could not be married. And then sort of since then, since it all came out, she she then um, spent quite a lot of time being a a role model for, for trans people and, and an activist in general. She did quite a lot of environmental activism towards the end of her life. So she's been quite active right up until the end. And she, she passed away last year. And it was just one of those things where you think, interesting story. I've got to be honest, on several levels, that sounds fascinating. So once the marriage had been annulled, did her and her husband separate? Do we, do we know? Yes, I, I think. So up to that point... 
He'd not known. He did know. He he knew ah. all the way through. I don't even know if he if they were together before the surgery. But the right. Pro- so and I believe that they were in the process of getting divorced anyway because people get divorced sometimes. <clears throat> and then it was turned around to say, well, actually, your marriage is null and void anyway. Uh, so there was no uh, sort of pulling the wool over his eyes or anything. He, right. he, he he was aware all the way through, but obviously the law was not on their side. Uh, well, we've had this before with um, Mary Cunningham Simpson, and I think we both quite like these, even though it is a little bit late to the party, we both quite <laughs> like these recognising people once they've died and for, for the contribution sort of thing, stories. Mm. There's just a few things within that. I mean, I'm going to have to go and look this up. <laughs> April Ashley. Yes. I'm going to have to go and read the uh, the Oracle article <laughs> on this to see uh, more about it. But it's just the fact that she had this career and then people felt... She, they, they clearly, I mean, if she was a model, clearly people had enjoyed looking at her figure. Mm. Does it really... I mean, again, it's an example of how attitudes change. If you enjoy looking at something, does it really matter? It's still beautiful, whether it's what you thought it was or not. How many times has a piece of artwork deceived people? And yet it's still, oh, it's a fantastic piece of artwork. It's not real different with <laughs> the human body. Yeah, exactly. And we've spoken quite a bit about how you can appreciate how how beautiful. So, mm. I, you know, as a gay man, I can still... Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> a little in-joke there, I'm afraid, boys and girls. <laughs> but I, I can quite easily appreciate a beautiful woman. Mm. And if I'm watching a fashion show that, and there is somebody parading down the catwalk with nice clothes on, I, I'm not interested in what their gender is. I, I suppose, obviously, you have, in the in sort of fashion circles, you have men's fashion and women's fashion. Mm. So I suppose there were probably some people that were quite aggrieved that this this person who is legally a man <laughs> <laughs> is, is wearing women's clothes and being quite successful. I'm probably looking a lot better than some of the other cisgender female mm. uh, models. There was a TV show recently called Pose, which I've spoken about yeah, have, great yeah. length. That was set in New York in the eighties, but there was a similar storyline on that where one of the um, one of the main characters got a modeling contract, was doing really well, and everyone was you know wanted to be seen with her. And then it came out that she was trans, and mm. everything got cancelled. All the contracts got cancelled. So I wonder if that was maybe based on the April Ashley uh, experience. You see, conversely, I, I uh, can appreciate the you know attractive men. Mm. Um, I can see the the theory for a lot of them. Somebody like David Beckham, for example, I can see why that would be attractive to women and gay men. <laughs> I, I personally don't. <laughs> I can see the theory behind it, as I'm sure that you can. With, with but uh, yeah, it's not. It's a two way street. On well, I, it's two way street for me. I'm sure mm. that uh, there's still a lot that are. <laughs> Gay, I'm not nose bloke. <laughs> uh, when did all this take place? This coming out and cancelling. I think it was the early sixties. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I read that the article was 1961 or 62, where a friend sold the story. See, this is where. Certainly my ignorance is showing, and uh, I'm going to put your research for the test here. <laughs> Do we know when the first surgery was performed? Well, um, she was 
definitely thought to be, if not the first, one of the first to have to have the, the you know the full surgery, if you will. Mm. Um, so I'm guessing she was in her eighties when she died. So she will have been in her twenties in the early sixties. Mm. So it must it can't have been that lot. So it must have been mid fifties. Yeah, mid fifties really, yeah. to late fifties. Yeah, she did. She travelled somewhere. I don't think she had it done in the UK. I was going to say, because I've got in my head that she must have been American, but no, she was, she was British. No, she was British, yeah. She moved away. She, she was living as, as a woman or a cross-dresser. Mm. Uh, or she, you know, she was known as a, as a cross-dresser in the UK. And then she moved overseas where she had the operation and, you know, changed her name and everything and then came back here as April Ashley. Just, just as an aside, do we still use that term, cross-dresser? And I have asked you this before in transvestite. Are they, are they still things or are they a bit obsolete now? Yeah, I mean, both of them are terms where, and, and it literally just means wearing the clothes of the opposite mm. gender, doesn't it? So, yeah, I guess, I mean, it is possible to do, you know, you could go into the M&S ladies section and get yourself a, a blouse and skirt. <clears throat> I suppose that would qualify you as a cross-dresser. Uh, <laughs> I'll check it out yeah. next time in M&S. <laughs> yeah. Do you have this in future? <laughs> yeah, because obviously we, because we have um, sort of more gender neutral clothing mm. and, and people dress in a, a fluid, a more fluid way. Uh, so there are still men's and women's clothes, but. I still say that it's more fluid in a female direction than a mm, male. Yeah. I mean, if a, a woman walked in in a suit and tie, it would be, I mean, it's not traditional women's dress, but mm. nobody would really bat an eyelid because it does go on. Yeah. Whereas if a, a man walked into work in a dress, it would be a statement. Yes. Yeah. And, and definitely a choice. Mm. Yeah. And like you say, sort of casual Friday, anyone, you know, if a woman comes in, jeans, trainers and a T-shirt, I'll wear jeans, trainers and a T-shirt. But, I, you know, if a bloke came in in a, in a maxi dress... That wouldn't necessarily be a negative thing, but it, it would, would draw be, a few yeah, stares. Yeah. yeah, and and there'd be questions, you know. Have you seen Steve? What <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is. It, I, I guess that it's probably some something to do with the the feminism movement. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Don't commit, women. There's a. a, a <laughs> Oh dear. Um, I know it's probably not high on your list of uh, suitable viewing now. These, the, the IT crowd. All right, yeah. Matt Berry's character uh, is a horrifically misogynistic <laughs> boss. But uh, he gives an interview to some women's magazine and he says, you know, the, the glass ceiling is now a glass floor. Uh, women are on top and the men are just underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Staring up. Wow. Oh, Matt Berry. <laughs> God bless the man. He does all the announcements now on Absolute Radio. He's the... Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I say now. He's been doing it for years, but I've only just found out. And what a great job that man's got. Yeah. He's just basically sending himself up for a living. Yeah. He did the voice of one of the robots in the uh, Boba Fett series. <laughs> this, you know, the new Star Wars <laughs> series. And it was just... Matt Berry. It, it was just him, but he looked like a robot. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> so, yeah, very funny, very funny. A little aside, though, nothing can, to do with this, but there we go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I just thought it was, 
you know, we, we like, like you said, with, with Mary Cunningham's, and we like to um, mention these unsung heroes, although I think she was quite sung. <laughs> because you know she was she was quite famous and i did read it you know when when she died it was in the the obituaries column the, yeah, yeah and and not just in pink news <laughs> so it's obviously april this month so uh, it fits in with the theme of the month but also the the 31st of march was transgender day of visibility uh, which is which is just a day where transgender people sort of celebrate themselves and uh, put themselves out there so this kind of fits in with that mm. it, albeit a couple of days late <laughs> excellent stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it we don't know i don't know much else about her but um she's a bit of a trailblazer and now now she's no longer with us so rest in peace april so i suppose really we should rate this in feather boas it's time to decide feather or not april ashley was an important figure Obviously, in terms of, um, I said erm quite a lot this week. (laughs) It'll all come together in the edit. There's a little family of ums and ers all living in the corner of the studio. Swept to one side. In terms of uh, transgender history and awareness, I suppose having someone as high profile as, as she was is quite important for the, for the trans community. Um, I, think especially when you consider that it's this is going back to the 50s and 60s where it was unheard of so i suppose for for that and because of all the stuff that she went through which must have been pretty traumatic i would put her up there with a four feather boas also as a fashion model i think she's probably um quite a fan of the feather boas yes i suppose so (laughs) um i'm gonna concur i've never heard of this lady i think it would be it's a little Unfair of me to rate this because I, I, up until about twelve minutes ago, I was completely blissfully unaware. But yeah, I, I'm, I'll concur with the four because I think that everybody, need, every cause and every uh, sort of group needs their little representative figures. And if you've if you've got people that are higher profile, then yeah, it's a good thing. But at least she's been recognised. Even for as I say, I don't know who she was. I've only just found out about her now. But it's always nice that these people are given the little flag wave that they deserve. Yes. Well, Ken, I think it's time for a Nine Bob notable mention. Who have we got this time? Well, just a, a brief mention, because obviously we, I don't want to get too far into the serious subject. But Shall I get the box uh, of eggshells out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it back out. <laughs> but I, I, I mentioned for uh, someone who's been in the news quite a bit in recent weeks, Leah Thomas. <sighs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm just going to back away from the microphone at this point. <laughs> A uh, transgender swimmer mm-hmm. who um, is in a bit of a, a between a rock and a hard place because she can't do too well uh, because then everyone says, "Well, she's got a, she's got a natural advantage because men are better at swimming, and she was she's biologically a man." But then when she doesn't win, it's like, well. <laughs> You know, and was it Leah Thomas who came 17th in a um, swimming thing? 450th. It was a long, mm. long way down, a long way down. And 
somebody complained, the person who came at one place below uh, complained that the reason why they hadn't qualified was because Leah Thomas was in it and therefore took the place of a cisgender athlete. Oh, we might be talking about a different event. Uh, we should we place 450th. <laughs> it has happened before here at NBN. <laughs> yeah, the Leah Thomas thing, I don't want to go too far into really because it's, it's a very delicate subject that even I'm a bit trepidatious about. Mm. Uh, dancing around but we have talked about this before i think we talked about it in our olympics episode mm. like it or not it's a sensitive subject that needs bottoming out yes and um it's no point saying you can't discuss this it's transphobic get back in back all of you it's trans it's no that's no way to resolve a discussion now the ioc have got very specific parameters mm. for categorizing people as male and female the one one argument I did see put forward against Leah Thomas, or, or sort of against the view that no, she's a woman. The end of that is that it was from a woman athlete, and she said, "Yeah, but she spent all of her puberty and growing up, and she spent God knows how many years developing as a man, and then she's decided to transition within the past eighteen months." So, putting those terms, it must at least open the door to thinking about how we progress in future. It's not to take away from her identifying as a woman or living as a woman or being a woman, but it's got to, with with something where you are literally competing. Yeah. As a, a specific sex rather than a gender. Sex and gender is still a little bit nebulous <laughs> to me. I've got to, I've got to be careful here. But you're literally pitting one sex against another in different in completely different categories. I think it's worth looking at it very, very carefully while there's still time before you get so far down the line. Things are, maybe there is uh, at some point a transgender category in, in sport. So all the people that have been trans that have won medals and awards prior to that have to be recategorized as trans winners rather than female or male winners and you start tangling the web rather than just doing what we really should do right now and sitting down and thrashing it out properly without any hysterics yeah yeah i think it's it got it gets tangled up because the trans rights is a big issue at mm. the moment and there's a lot of people out there doing everything that they can to turn everything. turn everything around but when you're talking about competitive sport there is that issue and it's not, it, it's something, I mean, we, we're not experts, we don't know, no. but it's something that somebody at some point needs to turn around. We can't just say, you, know, you couldn't make Leah Thomas, uh, who is a woman, compete in male, in men's swimming because she's, that, she's transitioned. A yes, yes. yes. But um, at the same time, you can see the argument that she's bigger than all the other three yeah. athletes combined. Yes. And, it's it's not to God. You can't even now we're tiptoeing around it. It's not to take anything away from her. At some point, it is going to have to be discussed mm. as to how we progress in the future. Otherwise, you're going to get this situation cropping up again and again. Yeah. And I do particularly, certainly more so from the female competitor uh, athletes' perspective than the males. You can sort of see the point if somebody's got effectively a male physiognomy that shatters their chances of ever coming first. Yeah. You, there's, uh, that's the danger. Uh, again, it's, I don't think it's going to, as has been proved during the, the latest Olympics, it isn't an automatic 
no. win for a transgender woman. Yeah. And, and especially, I mean, certain people, including some quite prominent athletes who are sort of seeming to suggest that these people have transitioned <laughs> just, just to, and, and it's just a nonsense. These people, they've been through horrendous, you know, horrendous lives up until the point where they transition. It's not a nice thing to have to come out and tell people you face opposition all the way through, which probably is going to get in the way of, you know, when you're a teenager, when the other athletes are actually going training every day, you've got other stuff to come in. There's also the argument that there's there's people like, uh, you know, in swimming, Michael Phelps, who is a cisgender man, but he's got webbed Mm. toes and his fingers are about, (laughs) yeah, and he's he's just built, he looks like a fish. Yeah, you know, so mm. where do we say, well, he's got a genetic advantage. But yeah, they, something needs to be done by people who know more about it than us, uh, but also people who know more about it than the, the likes of Sharon Davis. You see, I can I can sort of see Sharon Davis at least was a, a, an Olympic competitor. So I'm more likely to listen to somebody who's actually been right on the inside of it for a long time uh, than somebody on Twitter who thinks that, some blokes just had his penis lopped off to win a swimming competition. <laughs> mm. So, yes. Uh, but, yeah, measured debate, please, rather yes. than histrionics. Yes. Keep it civilised for April Ashley in the, <laughs> the way April Ashley would have wanted. <laughs> yes, queen! Yes, queen! Yes, queen! Right, well, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there before we, get, we fall down a rabbit hole. Uh, Always a pleasure, Ken. Uh, likewise, Paul. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye, Au kids. Nine Bob Node featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.